Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. This is Blue Raider Baseball brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. And by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. And welcome back to Reese Smith's Field as we're getting set for game two of our doubleheader this afternoon, Middle Tennessee and Louisiana Tech. The Bulldogs uh, from Ruston, Louisiana, won the first game by a score of one to nothing in a pitcher's matchup that featured both starting pitchers going the distance. Ryan Jennings for Louisiana Tech shut out the Raiders on five hits while the Raiders starter Aaron Brown gave up only six hits in a complete game performance and a solo home run by Philip Matuya in the third inning was the difference in that game. So Louisiana Tech has taken a two to nothing lead in the series and uh, the Raiders need to win this of course to get a split on the double header today. We'll have a pair of left-handers going Peyton Wigginton will pitch for the Raiders, and lefty Cade Gibson will be pitching for Louisiana Tech. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll have starting lineups for game two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said, Bunny Bread. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU Baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. TriGreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 
896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab an ice-cold Dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the Dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Middle Tennessee and Louisiana Tech, game two of our doubleheader. Tech wins the opener by a score of one to nothing. I'm going to take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, offering a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Find out more at ascend.org. Let's go over to John and uh, pick up these uh, lineups for game two. Well, for the uh, uh, the Bulldogs from Louisiana Tech, not much difference. Uh, they have flipped two hitters in their lineup towards the bottom, and that's it. Leading off will be the second baseman, Taylor Young. Batting second, third baseman, Hunter Wells. In the uh, batting third, center fielder, Parker Bates. Cleanup hitter will be Manny Garcia at first base. <coughs> D.H. Steele Netterville will be batting fifth. Cole McConnell in left field bat sixth. And this is uh, the flip. Uh, George Corona, the catcher, will bat seventh, batted eighth in game one. Philip Matula, who had the uh, uh, the game-winning home run in the first game, uh, goes to the eight hole. He'll be in right field. Alex Ray at shortstop will hit ninth. Cade uh, Gibson, the left-hander, on the mound for the Bulldogs. For the Raiders, it'll be uh, Fausto Lopez, shortstop leading off. Second baseman J.T. Mabry goes back to the two-hole for game two. Right fielder Cole Escher bats third. Cleanup Brett Coker, the third baseman. D.J. Wright will be the designated hitter in game two. Hunter Sullivan in left field, bat six, batting seventh, first baseman Daniel Freeman. Starting uh, for the in game two in center field will be right-hand uh, hitting Bryce Simlar. Simlar had three hits last night against the Bulldogs. And catching uh, Jake Hagenau will get the start in game two. He'll be catching left-hander Peyton Wigington. Okay, there are your lineups. The Raiders uh, really needing a win here to get a split of this doubleheader where you could go into tomorrow's finale and, and hope to split the series, but you can't do that unless you get the win here in game two. So one to nothing Louisiana Tech victory followed a nine to seven Tech victory on Friday night. And the Bulldogs firmly entrenched in first place in Conference USA's East Division. Game umpires, uh, Jamie Roebuck, who had the plate last night, will go back behind the plate for game two of the series. David Brown will be at first and Patrick Graham at 
It's third base. I think we'll keep it here because uh, the Raiders just about set to take the field, John, as you hate to see a a really a good performance by a pitcher uh, wasted in a loss, but that's what happened in, in game one. Aaron Brown gave up only one run in seven innings. That was a solo home run that uh, he gave up in the third inning, and uh, other than that, I thought pitched uh, very well. Yeah, just one walk, six strikeouts, uh, just that one run on six hits, and uh, yeah, it, it, you can't get much better unless you shut them out. Raiders take the field. Defensive uh, alignment for Middle Tennessee, much the same with Coker at third, Lopez at short, Mabry at second, Freeman at first. Hunter Sullivan is in left field. Simlar playing center field. Cole Escher in right. Jake Hagenow behind the plate. And that breaks the string of something like, what, seven straight games started by Rudder? Yeah, Rudder had uh, uh, started, uh, let's see, all four last weekend. First two in this series. Peyton Wigginton on the mound. Wigginton out of Franklin, Tennessee at Page High School. Got some numbers on him. I sure do. Uh, Peyton Wigginton making his 11th appearance, 11th start, thrown one complete game. He's thrown 59 innings, given up 20 runs, 19 earned on 53 hits, 18 walks, 46 strikeouts. 2.90 2.90 ERA, a three and two record. Opponent sitting uh, 2.41 against our left-hander. So Peyton Wigginton will try to get the Raiders uh, back on the right track as he pitches against the top team in the West Division. Wigginton's last outing was uh, in Game Two of the doubleheader last week against UAB, a five to two Blue Raider victory as uh, Wigginton picked up, didn't get get the win in the game, but he was able to uh, hold the opponents at bay long enough for the Raiders to win it with a three-run rally in the bottom of the eighth inning, and David Zaz actually got the win. Haven't seen Zaz yet in this series. We expect to to see him, and also uh, Zach Keenan, and Trent Siebert. Now, one of those two will probably be used in relief yeah. sometimes at some point in time during the series. Here is Taylor Young to stand in to lead it off for Louisiana Tech. Well, you got to think that's going to be situational, Dick, because you think back to last Sunday, Trent Siebert got the start, went four innings. Then David Zaz came on and threw five innings. First pitch to Young is a strike, and we are underway at 3.52. Missed the starting time by just a little bit. Well, they had announced 3.45. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Pitch high and off the mitt of the catcher, Hagenow, and it's one ball, one strike to Young. 
He was 0 for 2 in the first game. That snapped an 11-game hitting streak. And in the series, he is 3 out of 8. Young, a right-handed batter. Comes into this game at 355. Pitch, a strike called on the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. You could hear that mitt pop all the way up here on that one. One ball, two strikes to Young. Wigginton's pitch on the way. Low and inside in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. Young, Wells, and Bates here in the first inning for the Bulldogs. Outfield just about straight away for this right-handed hitter. And the pitch from Wigginton in there for a call strike. And Young will sit down that pitch in at 87 miles an hour. Painted that outside corner. So one out here in the first inning, and the batter is Hunter Wells. Third baseman. Switch hitter. He'll bat right-handed against Peyton Wigginton. One out, base is empty, and the pitch is swung on. Pop foul back this way. Caroms off the press box down into the grandstand. Wells hits 417 against right-handers, 260 against left-handers. Wigginton, 6'4", about 210. He is... A set out of Franklin. Pitches inside. One ball and one strike. He has lowered his earned run average every year since his freshman year in 2018 when he had an 8.15, and right now he is under three, 2.90 ERA. Strike, letter high. One ball and two strikes to Wells. Well, it's 0 for 3 in game one against the right-hander. So I guess that 417 average against right-handers came down a little bit. Two out of nine in the series for Wells. Pitch to the plate. Swing and a ground ball to third. Coker up. Long throw across. In time for the out. Two up, two down here in the first inning, and the batter will be Parker Bates. The center fielder. The center fielder, number two, Parker Bates. Two for three in the first game and four out of seven in the series. Bates is a left-handed hitter, but he hits left-handed pitching 150 points better than he does uh, right-handers. 19 for 44 against left-handers. I think that's about a 432 average. Better be. Two outs, space is empty, strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. I did not do that calculation in my head, Dick. Bates steps out of the box, 
Boy, he starts with a, a wide open stance. The 0-1 pitch swung on, hit to Mabry at second, bobbles it, picks it up, throws too late to first. That'll be an error on J.T. Mabry. That was too easy a play. Ball's hit right at him. Not real hard, just got to thinking ahead of himself by just a little bit. Should have been an out. This is a team you don't want to give too many outs no. back to. They will, they will hurt you that way. Here's Manny Garcia, the first baseman. Right-handed batter. Comes in at 347 on the season. Pitch is hit high in the air into shallow center field. Nope. Simlar coming on. Nope. Into shallow, into shallow infield and Mabry. Mabry with a catch. Well, that, that ball fooled us, didn't it? That it fooled me. That is out number three. No runs, no hits, an error, and one left. We will go to the bottom of the first inning. Louisiana Tech nothing. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Go to the bottom half of inning number one. Cade Gibson is on the mound for Louisiana Tech here in this second game and uh, comes in with a 3-3 three and three record. Uh, making his 15th uh, appearance, eighth start. He's thrown 43 and two-thirds innings. Giving up 31 runs, 27 of them earned on 53 hits, 12 walks, 41 strikeouts, 5.56 ERA to go with that 3 and 3 record. And opponents hitting uh, 301. Of those uh, 53 hits, uh, 19 of them have been for extra bases, 15 doubles, a triple, and four home runs. Gibson has had no decisions in his last two starts. He did pitch a complete game shutout against Southern Mississippi in a seven-inning game at Hattiesburg earlier in the season. He will face Fausto Lopez, J.T. Mabry, and Cole Escher here in the Raider first inning. Lopez standing in and takes the first pitch high for ball one. Fausto, one for six in the series. 
Had a double in the first game. Swung on, hits it deep in the left center field. That's going to get to the wall. Kicks off the 365 sign. And Lopez coming in the second with his second double tree double of the afternoon. You know, I was just about to uh, look back to uh, last night's game. They started a left-hander, Louisiana Tech did. That was Jonathan Fincher. Raiders pounded him for seven hits, got four runs, three earned, walk, and five strikeouts in six-plus innings. So it looks like well, so far we're hitting the left-handers better than we are the right-handers. Well, the Raiders are a predominantly right-hand hitting team. And here is J.T. Mabry. Mabry shows bunt early, and pitcher Gibson steps off the rubber, looks back to second base. So Lopez gets the Raiders off to a good start here in the bottom of the first inning with a leadoff double. Mabry. He went for it. Uh, he's a little bit of a high pitch. They say he attempted to bunt it. That's strike one. Checks his third base coach, Blake Hunt, for a sign. Yeah, they say that he went for it, but that was just not real convincing, was it? One strike to count. Gibson comes set and looks around to second base. No throw made. Lopez darting back into the base quickly. Gets the front of his white pants with blue pinstripes. A little bit dirtier. Pitch. Way outside, ball one. One ball, one strike is the count to Mabry. Corona did a nice job of uh, keeping that ball from going to the screen. Cole Escher waiting to hit next. Bottom of the first inning, game two, no score. Gibson with the pitch, swung on and hit into left field. Shortstop backing up. Left fielder calls for it, slips to one knee, and I, did he drop he that ball? He dropped that ball. I think he dropped it. He dropped that ball. That's Left fielder be. coming in, that's uh, McConnell, called for it, slipped down to one knee, and then he couldn't handle it. The ball just popped off his glove. That's got to be an E7. E7 is the call. And, of course, Lopez could not go anywhere because the play was right in front of him. So he did not advance. I thought surely the uh, shortstop was going to catch that baseball. So he now first right and second, nobody out, and the batter is Cole Escher. One out of eight in the series. He was popping the ball up in the first game. Had, uh, was retired with three pop flies. The pitch. Off-speed pitch, finds the strike zone, nothing and one. Runners at first and second, nobody out for the Raiders. No score in the game. How about a gapper here? Pickoff play to second, Lopez back. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you are listening to Blue Raider baseball. 
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you. Second game of the double header. Another pickoff <laughs> play to second. Well, they still think that uh, the Raiders are going to run on them. Ran on them seven times successfully last night. Got caught three times in game one today. Gibson with a pitch. Shortened up as if to bunt. Took it outside for ball one. One and one to Escher. Lopez second. Mabry at first. No outs here in the first inning. Boy, don't you have to make something work here. You got a situation that just cries for a run. And the pitch, swing and a miss. Went after an outside pitch, one and two. Escher hits 353 with runners in scoring position. And Lopez is certainly in scoring position at second base. One ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch, oh. and I think he went. He did. Tried yeah. to hold up on an outside pitch. That will be a strikeout. Out number one in the inning. Batter is Brett Coker. Later third baseman. Had a hit in game one. He is three out of eight in the series. He hits 302 with runners in scoring position. Left-hander Cade Gibson. Pitch to the plate, a swing and a miss, strike one. Gibson is a native of Ruston and has what came out of high school, went to LSU Shreveport for two years as a two-way player. He redshirted in 2019 and then was injured and set out all of last year, which was a short season. He still wears the stirrup socks. You don't see that often anymore. Swung on, driven to right field. It's going to take a hop in front of the right fielder, and the bases are going to be loaded. Lopez had to hold up to see if that ball was going to be caught. Took one hop in front of the right fielder, Matuya, and Coker with a line drive single to right has loaded the bases here with one out. Mabry at second now, and Lopez over at third. Batter is D.J. Wright. He is in the ball game as the designated hitter. He was in that role on Friday night, had a single and four trips. Pitch is a strike on the inside corner. One strike to count to D.J. Hunter Sullivan on deck. Got to stay out of the double play here. Lefty delivers, ball hit to right field. Tagging up is Lopez, right fielder. Matuya takes it. Lopez 
on his way to the plate will score the first run of the game. And uh, JT Mabry, alert base running. He advances to third. So DJ Wright with a sacrifice fly to right field makes it a one to nothing Blue Raider lead. Well, we could have used that one run in game one. Here's Hunter Sullivan, runners now first and third with two out. Sullivan, one out of two in the opening game of the doubleheader. Swing and a miss, strike one. He hit in the number two position in the batting order in the first game. Has three hits in uh, six trips in this series. First and third, two out, pitch, swing and a miss. He is quickly behind on the count, 0-2. Sullivan pretty even in his uh, approach to lefties and right-handers. Right around 333 for both. He's behind in the count here, two strikes, and struck out swinging. Or did he tip it? I think he tipped it. Yeah. He's got a life. Tipped it. Catcher didn't hold on to it, so count remains 0-2. Raiders with a run in the first inning, leading it one to nothing. Runners lead at first and third. The pitch. Runner on first goes. The throw down to second. Not in time. The throw to the plate is in time. And they cut down Mabry trying to come home on the delayed double steal. So that will be all in the inning. Raiders pick up a run on two hits. There was an error. And a man left. So one complete inning in game two. It's Middle Tennessee one, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab an ice-cold Dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the Dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the second inning. Raiders leading one to nothing, and 
Peyton Wigginton will face Netterville, McConnell, and Corona, the five, six, seven hitters for Louisiana Tech here in the second. Well, we'll see if the Raiders can make that run stand up uh, as La Tech did in the opening game. First pitch popped up. First baseman Freeman looking up into the sun, makes the catch for out number one, one pitch, one out here in the second inning. Well, you have to like that kind of efficiency. Raiders got a run on a sacrifice fly from D.J. Wright, which scored Lopez from third. Later trying a double steal, had uh, Mabry thrown out at the plate. They threw to second, quickly got the ball back to the plate, and Mabry was tagged out sliding home. Yeah, that's that play where you uh, the shortstop cuts the ball before it gets to second base. McConnell, the batter, takes the first pitch inside for ball one. Cole McConnell is a left-handed hitter. One out of eight in the series. Hitless in the first game. Off-speed strike caught the inside corner. One ball, one strike. Uh, Wigginton's going to be tough this afternoon if he can keep getting that call. Raiders leading one to nothing, top of the second inning. Glad to have you with us for a full afternoon of Blue Raider baseball. The pitch, swing and a miss. Wigginton has a one-two count on the left-handed hitter, McConnell. I think he needs to just come after him here, Dick. Had him badly fooled on that changeup. I think we might have lost a few fans after game one. I think most people are back, though. Here's the pitch. Strike three called at the knees. That is a first vision strikeout for Peyton Wigginton, his second of the game, and both called third strikes. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank, providing more power to your business. With two outs, the batter is George Corona, the catcher. Corona looking for his first hit in the series is 0-4-7. Wigginton's pitch swung on, line down the left field line. If that's fair, it's trouble, and it is. Corona will pull up with a single. They're not going to test Hunter Sullivan's arm after he threw that uh, runner out at second base in the first game. So Corona gets his first hit of the series, a line single to left. And that's the first hit off Peyton Wigginton. And here's Matuya. The hero or the villain, depending on which side you're on. And game one is he hit the solo home run off Aaron Brown for the only run of the game to give Louisiana Tech a one to nothing win. Two outs now, and the runner at first. The pitch is swung on, hit in the air into left center field. Sullivan played him, played pretty well, and will make the catch. Fairly deep left center for out number three. So that is all in the second inning for the Bulldogs. No runs, 
One hit, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the second. Middle Tennessee one, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Hunter Sullivan will lead it off for the Raiders. He was batting when the uh, double steal took place and Mabry was thrown out at home trying to store on the, score on the back end of that double steal. Dick, let me remind everybody, we've got the inbox open today. Haven't heard from anybody yet. We'd love to hear from you if you're out there listening. Uh, address is radio at goblueraiders.com. Sullivan, who saw a few pitches in the uh, first inning before... That play at home plate takes ball one outside. This pitch right in there for a strike, and it's one and one to Hunter Sullivan. He's got that guard down on his uh, right uh, shin. We were talking about that last night, how few college players do that. Strike at the knees, and it is one and two. Yeah, breaking... That's a breaking ball. Caught the inside corner. One ball, two strikes to Sullivan. Gibson's pitch is swung on. A little looper out in the left field. Going to be caught by the left fielder. He dropped one earlier. He wasn't going to drop two in a row. No. That is out number one. And we'll bring up Daniel Freeman. Freeman had a home run, had two hits on uh, Friday. He was 0 for 2, and in the first game today, takes the pitch inside for ball one. Strong right-handed batter. A lot of folks took offers in that first game today. Pitch comes in low, and it's ball two to Freeman, 2 and 0. Raiders only managed five hits, but uh, Mabry had uh, two of them. The pitch. High ball three, and he is falling behind Freeman. Three balls, no strikes. One out, base is empty. Second inning, Raiders leading one to nothing. 
Gibson with the pitch. Played it right in there, and it's three and one. Freeman taking all the way. And went after that 3-1 pitch and lined it foul down the left field line. Ball wound up uh, in the corner over by the bullpen. Connell had to go a long way to go pick that ball up and throw it back in. Full count now, 3-2 and two to the Raider first baseman. And the pitch swung on, hit in the air to left field, deep. Connell going back, looking up, and he won't be able to get that one. That is a home run for that's, Daniel Freeman. That's his second home run in this series. And second of his Blue Raider career. So Freeman touches home plate, makes the score now 2-0, Middle Tennessee. Nice, easy swing. Just got all of it. Daniel Freeman with a solo shot here in the second inning, two to nothing. Here's Simlar. Blue Raiders center fielder. Bryce had three hits in last night's game. Did not play in the first game today. Takes a pitch in for a strike, nothing and one. Gibson has given up four home runs on the season. Swing and a miss. And Gibson ahead in the count. Two strikes. A swing and a miss got away from the catcher. He's going to have to throw him out at first and does so. Four out number two. Second strikeout for Cade Gibson. Number nine hitter is Jake Hagenow, Blue Raider catcher. Hagenow coming in at 176. He has hit three home runs this year. Fouls this first pitch off down the left field line, strike one. Lefty delivers, swung on, popped up down the left field line. Shortstop going over to foul ground. He'll make the catch for out number three. And that is all in the second inning. One run, one hit. The solo home run by Daniel Freeman. Nobody left. We'll go to the third. It is Middle Tennessee 2, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. 
Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Three caps being distributed in the grandstand for that home run by Daniel Freeman, which makes it a two-to-nothing game. Peyton Wigginton in two innings has two strikeouts, both looking, and has given up one hit. He'll face the number nine hitter, Alex Ray, and then back to the top of the order. Alex Ray, the shortstop, two out of seven in the series. He was hitless in game one. Right-handed batter against the left-hander, Wigginton. Peyton has been given an early lead and delivers the first pitch. It is butted. Down to the first baseman, Freeman. He'll pick it up, step on the base. That was a pretty easy play. Three unassisted and bunted that ball way too hard and right at uh, Daniel Freeman. So one pitch, one out here in inning three. Top of the batting order, Taylor Young, who looked at a call third strike as the first batter in the game. Wigginton has gotten the first two hitters in the first two innings and uh, got the leadoff hitter here in the third. Struck out Taylor Young looking in uh, to lead off the ball game. Young, a right-handed batter. Good leadoff man, leads his team in walks. Takes the first pitch outside, ball one. One out, nobody on. Raiders leading two to nothing. We're playing in the top of the third in game two of our doubleheader here on Derby Day. A strike caught the inside corner, one and one. I wonder if they're walking those uh, ponies out to the starting gate yet. <laughs> I think that was, what, around 4.30 or so? Yeah, it's around 4.30 now. It sure is, 4.27. Wigginton's pitch swung on, hit in the air to shallow center field. Simlar coming in, makes the grab for out number two. Two up, two down in the third. The batter is Hunter Wells. Grounded to Coker at third in the first inning. Switch hitter, he'll be batting right-handed against the left-hander Wigginton. This uh, third hitter in the first two innings that have created problems. Third hitter in the first was Bates reached on an error. Third hitter in the second was Corona reached on a single. And the pitch outside, four ball one to Hunter Wells. Raiders have a single game tomorrow, 1 o'clock, to wrap up the series. 
and will be out of town next week in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, to take on Southern Miss. Strike, off-speed pitch, caught the outside corner, one and one. Wigginton's going to mix that off-speed stuff in with his good fastball and try to keep hitters off balance. Has been able to do that for the most part this season. Pitch swung on, grounded foul over in front of the Bulldog dugout down to third base side. One ball, two strikes to Hunter Wells. Needs Needs a clean inning here. Temperature 77 degrees as we started game two and just a very light wind blowing. One ball, two strikes. Checked his swing. Did he go? He did, and that is strike three. Three up, three down in the third inning. Nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the third. It is Middle Tennessee 2, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So we go to the bottom of the third inning. The Raiders will have the top of the batting order to face left-hander Cade Gibson. They've been able to score a run in each of the first two innings off this left-hander. Lopez, Mabry, and Escher. Lopez led off the Raider first inning with a double. Came around to score on a sacrifice fly by D.J. Wright. First pitch to Lopez in there for a called strike. Lopez has now reached base in 33 consecutive games. Both these left-handers are consistently around the plate. And a swing and a foul back to the backstop. Boy, that was a 72-mile-an-hour changeup that uh, Pausto was definitely fooled on, managed to somehow or another get a piece of it. Two strikes to count to Lopez. And a swing and a shot up the middle base hit just past the shortstop Ray into left center field. Good piece of hitting with two strikes as Lopez gets his second hit of the game. Hit number three off Gibson. 
Now let's see if they're still going to try and run. Check that. Set number four off Gibson. Here's Mabry with a runner at first. And nobody out. I guess we'll get to see Gibson's move to first base now. Pretty quickly, I would think. There it is. <laughs> Lopez back in plenty of time. I don't think that's his A move. That's his I know you're there move, right? Maybe reached on an error by the left fielder in the first inning who dropped his shallow pop fly. Again, throw to first, and again, Lopez back. Mabry waiting patiently at home plate. Again, the throw to first. Three straight over there. Yeah, that was a little bit closer to being a good move. Some of the natives down below are getting restless. <laughs> Gibson comes set to pitch the plate high and outside, ball one. Fausto definitely on Gibson's mind. That would have been a good pitch to run on. As it turned out, yes. There he goes. One hopper to the shortstop. No play at second. And the Raiders stay out of the double play. That was a tailor-made double play ball. But Lopez running on the pitch. Goes into second base. Ray's only play was to first. That is out number one. And you're right. That was a tailor-made double play if uh, Lopez is not moving. He wasn't that far from the bag. Probably would have taken it himself. Here's Cole Escher, struck out in the first inning. Lopez in scoring position, down at second. He has been known to steal third. Gibson looks back there, delivers the pitch. The ball hit in the left center field and going to be caught. They're going to get a double play. Left fielder O'Connell caught it, moving to his left, and Lopez was almost to third base. So that's a seven to four double play to end the third inning. The Raiders come up with no runs. There was one hit and nobody left. Totals after three innings, Middle Tennessee, two runs, four hits, and an error. And for Louisiana Tech, no runs, one hit. They've committed one error. It is 2-0 Raiders as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the fourth inning, game two of the doubleheader. Raiders leading two to nothing for Louisiana Tech. Bates, Garcia, and Netterville, three, four, five hitters for the Bulldogs. Parker Bates reached on an error by Mabry in the first inning, swings at the first pitch. It's a foul down the left side and out of play. One strike. Dick, that sun is about five minutes away from being in my eyes again. <laughs> it makes it kind of difficult seeing the ball, especially hit to the, the sun side, the it left does, side. It does, and uh, is starting to creep in. Wigginton's pitch swung on and fouled. Fouled away, four strike two. The shadow's starting to creep in, uh, the shadow from Floyd Stadium starting to creep into left field now. Left fielder is uh, in the shadows. Two strikes to count to Bates. And Wigginton's pitch is swung on and missed, struck him out on three pitches. That is out number one. Third strikeout for the Raider left-hander. Or maybe that's four. One, two. It is fourth strikeout for Wigginton. The batter is Garcia, who popped out in the first inning. He is their cleanup hitter. Two of those strikeouts called, two swinging. Pitches a strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one to Garcia. One out. We're in the top of the fourth inning. Raiders up two to nothing. Trying to get a split of this doubleheader. The pitch. Swung on. Hit in the air to right. Shallow. Escher coming in. Looking up into the sun. Makes the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the fourth. And the batter is Netterville. Designated hitter. He popped out to the first baseman, Freeman. Back in the second inning. Wigginton getting ahead in counts and uh, keeping the Bulldogs off base, off, uh, off base and off uh, off their game for sure. Netterville, a right-handed batter. He's another senior on this team. And Wigginton's first pitch to him is right in there for a call strike. Wigginton has not thrown one out of the strike zone in this inning. Nothing in one, the count, the pitch. 
That one's out of the strike zone, ball one. <laughs> Bounced that one in front of the plate. One and one, the count to Netterville. In fact, I think I saw chalk on the, the front of the left-handed batter's box on that ball. Lefty delivers, swung on, hit to third. It's a fair ball, long throw for Coker, threw it over Freeman's head. The runner's going to second base, and that will be two-base error, throwing error, I would think. I don't know if they would give him a hit on that or not. Maybe an error all the way. I've got it written down as an error on the way. Let's see what they, they scored here. So Netterville is at second base. The batter is McConnell. That would have been a tough play for Coker. He was well back of the bag and just a step in fair territory and his throw to first sailed over Freeman's head. Yeah, they call him that an E5. This is McConnell, the pitch. Laid it right in there for a call strike. Nothing and one. Now this is the third out of four innings that uh, Wigginton has had been unable to retire that third hitter of the uh, of the inning. Twice now in errors. Swing and a foul at the plate. The count goes to 0-2 on McConnell. McConnell was... Caught looking in the second inning. Two strikes, no balls as Netterville leads at second, pitches outside, one and two. Corona waiting to hit next. Just soon see Corona in the fifth. Wigginton checks the runner at second. Pitches hit foul down the third base side. Fielded there by Coker and count remains one and two. Two nothing Raiders. We're in the top half of inning number four. And this, like game one, just a seven-inning affair. So does that mean when we get this third out here in the fourth inning, you get to say halfway home? Swung on and fouled away. I guess I could say that. Usually wait till the fifth, but... Uh, Conditions are different in a seven-inning <laughs> game. Another one-two pitch coming. Swung on and again hit foul down the left side. New supply of baseballs for the plate umpire is... McConnell has been fouling things off. Yeah, he's been putting up a pretty good uh, at bat here. 
Wigginton ready again. One ball and two strikes the count. Checks the runner back at second. Swung on, ground ball to second. Pass and made through, and that's going to be a run. Center field, and a run will score. It's a two-to-one game. Maybe tried to backhand it. The ball got under his glove. So the error proves costly. As McConnell drives in a run with a single to center. That gets a mound visit. Mark that down as an unearned run, but it's up there on the board just the same. So it's two to one. The batter will be Corona, who had a base hit in the second inning. Let's see, John. I had some stuff marked here on my baseball history uh, notes. What's going on today in the past? May 1. Well, let's see. How about uh, Mickey Mantle's first home run of his baseball career? 1951. Oh, in his major league career. Yes. Mickey Mantle's first of 536 came on Mother's Day. In 1951, sold for auction in 2004 for $165,000. Wow. It is signed. And the notation on the ball says, my first HR in the majors, May 1st, 1951, 4.50 p.m., sixth inning off Randy Gumpert. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote a little uh, essay there. He did. Probably the longest essay he ever wrote. Pitch to the plate. Corona fouled off to the right side. One strike. Corona got his first hit of the series in the second inning, a single to the left. I saw Mantle play in Yankee Stadium in 1966, and he was actually playing first base that night. Late in his career, Roger Maris was the center fielder instead of Mickey. There's a ball down the right field line. It's fair. It's trouble. The runner's coming to third. They are going to send him home. As the throw comes in, he is safe. Oh. And this game is tied. Corona got it just fair down the right field line, and it rolled toward the bullpen. Escher got the ball in quickly. And the Raiders actually had a play on the runner at home plate. He slid in there safely. So it is now a two-to-two game. Both of those runs unearned again. Corona at second base with a double. All this with two outs. Hit number three off Wigginton. And the batter is... Matuya flied out in the second inning. Pitch to the plate, hit up the middle. That's a base hit. Here That's comes the runner in. coming home. He's going to score, and it's a 3-2 to two game. Louisiana Tech takes the league in all of these runs after that era to open the gates. That was on the first pitch 
So now with a runner at first and two outs, the batter is Alex Ray. And the bottom part of this batting order doing the damage, John. Well, Matuya has been a, a problem for us in all three of these games in this series. Uh, Corona, definitely a problem today. First pitch fouled away by Ray. It's nothing and one. Ray 0 for 2 in the first game of the doubleheader after uh, going 2 for 5 last night. Wigginton with the pitch. Low and blocked by Hagema. Hagenow. One ball, one strike. So Louisiana Tech given a little opening here in the fourth inning has taken advantage of it to take the lead. Three to two. Foul ball. One ball, two strikes. The count to Alex Ray. Right at Hagenau's feet on that foul ball. Two hits in the inning following the arrow that opened the gate after the first two batters were retired. Swinging another foul ball out of play. Count holes at one and two. Wigginton set to work one, two. Ball hit into left field. Sullivan's going to catch it on the run on his way in. And that will end the inning, but not before the Bulldogs score three runs on three hits. One big error and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Louisiana Tech three, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny bread. Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning as Raiders will have Brett Coker to lead it off. Coker, Wright, and Sullivan. As the Raiders find themselves now trailing by a run. First pitch to Coker's high for ball one. Well, don't you know Coker wants to do something here in this at-bat? 
His error was the one that opened the floodgate. Swing and a foul. And the count goes to one and one on Coker. Three two, Louisiana Tech leading. Swung on the ball, hit down the right side, right field on a long run, can't get it. And that is a leadoff single. It's a little pop fly, but he placed it perfectly down the right field line. Didn't try to do too much, just uh, took that outside pitch uh, opposite field and dropped it in for a, a single. Hit number five for the Raiders, and D.J. Wright, who drove in the first run of the game with a sacrifice fly, will stand in. Coker at first, nobody out. Gibson with the pitch. Ground ball through. That is a base hit to center field. That one just eluded the shortstop, Ray. Compact in and, uh, inside swing there. So back-to-back hits to open the fourth inning for the Raiders. You have Hunter Sullivan coming up. And they're moving around a little bit down in the bullpen. Like there's a like a right-hander throwing. There is a right-hander who has just gotten up. Hasn't moved back to the pitching rubber in the bullpen yet. Their pitching coach on the way to the mound for a little consultation. I suspect part of that's to give that right-hander down there a little time to, he's uh, he's throwing from the full distance now. 1955 on this day, John, at Cleveland Stadium. The Indians put on a pitching clinic during a doubleheader sweep of the Red Sox. Bob Feller <laughs> holds Boston hitless for six plus innings and pitches his major league record 12th one hitter and a two-to-nothing win, and in the nightcap, rookie left-hander Herb Score struck out the first nine batters, struck out 16 in the game for a two-to-one four-hit win. Yeah, that's pretty good pitching. I'd say, and that was uh, before Herb Score had the uh, got hit in the head by a line drive. What was that, 1957? was not long after that. Here's Hunter Sullivan. Never was quite the same. First and second, no outs. He bunts, pretty good bunt. They pick it up fair, tag him. (laughs) I think that ball would have gone foul if the first baseman had not uh, made a last-ditch pickup. I think you're right. It's a sacrifice bunt, though, and it moves the runners into scoring position at second and third. One out, and the batter... Daniel Freeman, who hit one over the left field wall in the second inning for his second home run as a Blue Raider, second home run of the series. Fly ball here makes this a tie ball game. Center fielder now in the shadows of Floyd Stadium. Gibson comes set. And he bunted. Raiders trying the safety squeeze. Runner at third, Coker, was not coming full steam ahead. He was waiting to see where the bunt was going. So that's strike one. 
watching those signals. Freeman steps back in. Gibson comes set. Showed bunt again, took the pitch high. One ball, one strike. And it was high and outside. <clears throat> that was uh, not a hard pitch to lay off. One and one. Round to bunt again, took it high for ball two. And yet again, Gibson misses outside as well. So the Raiders going against the book a little bit here with their power hitter up. And he has showed bunt on the first three pitches. Coker the runner at third. Gibson comes set. Swing and a miss. He was not showing bunt there. No. And the count goes to two and two. And you don't look for a bunt here with two strikes. No, Gibson led up uh, on that pitch. Freeman way out in front. 2-2 two, two pitch. Low, ball three. They do have first base open. Similar waiting to hit next. Count three and two on Daniel Freeman. Similar struck out in the second, but if you go back to last night, uh, he had a nice night. The pitch. Struck him out swinging. <clears throat> Freeman down on strikes. And the third strikeout for Gibson. Helps relieve the pressure on him somewhat as now now two outs, runners second and third for Bryce Simlar. Simlar three hits last night. Freshman outfielder from Columbia. And the pitch. Check swing and he went. That's strike one. Yep. Three to two, Louisiana Tech leading. We are in the bottom of the fourth inning. Game two of our doubleheader will go seven innings. Little tap foul behind the plate. Two and two. Hagenau waiting to hit next. That's that scoreboard playing tricks on you again, Dick. 0-2 the count. Ball is inside. Uh, that's what I had in my book. Did I say something else? You said 2-2. Two and two. You were looking, two now. looking at that scoreboard, and there was a 2-2, two and two, but it's no, two I strikes. And I did not look at the scoreboard. Oh, wow. I, I can't read those numbers out there. <laughs> I well, have, I can with the binoculars. I have to depend on my scorebook. Yeah. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch. 
swing and a miss. Mm. And that's going to end the inning. Some people down there cheering. I don't know what they've got to cheer about. I guess maybe that's their team. No runs, two hits, two left. We've completed four innings, and it's Louisiana, Louisiana Tech three, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the fifth inning. Louisiana Tech will have the top of their batting order coming in to face Peyton Wickenton, who has uh, fared very well against the top four hitters in the order. It's the rest of the lineup that's yeah. giving us some trouble. You're right about that. Dick, I got to uh, acknowledge a birthday. Okay. I know he's not listening because I just got a picture from his mom that he's in the middle of a party. But my grandson, Andrew, down in uh, Hanahan, South Carolina, turns nine today. Happy birthday. Wiggins' first pitch swung on, hit to short. Lopez up, over to first in time. Out number one here in the fifth inning. Wigan has retired the first hitter in all five innings. He's retired the second hitter in all five, uh, uh, the first four innings. It's that third hitter that's been causing the problems. This is Hunter Wells who has grounded out and struck out 0 for 2. One out here in the fifth inning. Wigginton's pitch to Wells in there for a strike. Nothing in one. All three of the runs scored in the fourth inning unearned. Due to the error with two outs and the bases empty. Swung on, hit to second. Mabry scoops and over to first. High throw, but Freeman has it. And that is out number two. Two up, two down in the fifth inning. Let's see if we can get this third guy out, John. Boy, that's right. Uh, the only clean inning Wigginton has uh, been able to manage was the third. Parker Bates has reached on an error and has struck out. He is 0 for 2. Pitch is low for ball one. 
Wright steps out of the box. Got a little routine he goes through up there after every pitch, I think. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to left center field and deep. Back is Simlar near the track. He will haul it in for out number three. Gave it a pretty good ride. And a 1-2-3 inning in the fifth for Peyton Wigginton. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth. It is Louisiana Tech 3, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Need to pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Oh, he forgot his helmet again. <laughs> Third base coach. Coach Hunt. Got to have that helmet on. That's right. That's such a good rule. Jake Hagenow will lead off for the Raiders. First pitch slammed into right field. It's going to drop over the first baseman's head for a base hit. Makes a turn and holds up at first base. That is Jake's first hit in a while. He's at first. <clears throat> hit number seven given up by Gibson. And the batter will be Fausto Lopez. Lopez looks at the third base coach, Blake Hunt, and says, you want me to bunt? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Left-hander Cade Gibson steps back off the rubber, and now the pitching coach is going to make a visit to the mound. They might make a pitching change, John. Well, that right-hander has been throwing, and he's on the way in. Yeah, they're calling for a pitcher, so we will – this is the first pitching change we've had today in this doubleheader. We will take a break. Be back to tell you about the new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, our first pitching change of the day has just taken place as the starter Gibson is out of the ball game after pitching four innings and to one batter in the fifth. And the new pitcher is a right-hander, Tyler Follis. Tyler Follis coming on for his 12th appearance, all in relief. He's thrown seven innings, given up four runs. All earned on seven hits, seven walks, five strikeouts, 5.14 ERA, and opposing uh, hitters hitting uh, at a 269 clip against this right-hander. Been Eight. known to throw to a wild pitcher, so three of them in uh, his seven innings. He is a senior, 6'4". Big guy, 190, and out of Sulphur Springs, Texas. Seven walks, seven innings, three wild pitches. Apparently uh, has a little bit of difficulty with control from time to time. So Fausto Lopez will be the first batter to face Paulus here in the fifth inning. Three to two, Louisiana Tech leading. Raiders have the potential tying run at first base. And the pitch, outside in the dirt, ball one. Gibson's uh, going to go uh, get another no decision in this ball game. Didn't go long enough to get the win. Can't take the loss. Paulus, the right-hander, comes set. Hands at the belt. And the pitch. Fouled away. I think that caught the catcher. Yeah, he's uh, umpires making that walk to the mound. One ball, one strike. Two Fausto Lopez. Doubled and scored in the first, singled in the third inning, but was caught off base as part of a 7-4 double play. Throw to first and the runner back. Gibson goes four plus innings, gives up two runs, both earned, seven hits, no walks, four strikeouts. But Hagen now, that runner down at first, belongs to the starter. Another throw over there, and it was stopped by the first baseman. Garcia made a Good stop of a throw that was in the dirt. 
Count one and one on Fausto Lopez. Raiders trailing 3-2 here in the fifth. And the right-hander delivers. Pop foul back this way. Down into the grandstand. Yeah, hit off the facade of the press box. That gentleman picked it up, never had to leave his seat. No, looking for a kid. Ball came right to him. I bet you if, you, if I were a kid, I could walk up to him and he'd give me that baseball. One and two. Well, you are, John. Get on down there. I think I'm older than he is. Pitch is low. Ball two, two and two. He's going to go find a kid. Or is he going to come up and – no, he's going to find a kid. Two balls, two strikes to Lopez. Runner at first, nobody out. Paulus, the right-hander, with the pitch. Ground ball to show, double play ball. Out at second. Throw to first, out at first. That is a 6-4-3 double play. Two outs, base is empty. And the batter is J.T. Mabry. Safe on an error in the first inning and grounded out in the third. Mabry takes the first pitch low for ball one. Cole Escher waiting to hit next. <coughs> and the pitch. Swung on, hit the third. Wells will make the she'll throw across. And it's the third out in the fifth inning. No runs, one hit, nobody left. We've completed five full innings, Louisiana Tech 3, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. This game moves to the sixth inning with Louisiana Tech leading three to two. They will have the four, five, six hitters coming in to face Peyton Wigginton. Wigginton through five innings has allowed three runs. They're all unearned. 
four hits, has walked none and struck out four. And he will face Garcia. He's retired him twice. On a pop-up and a fly to right. Cleanup hitter, Manny Garcia, leading off here in the sixth. First pitch to him is high for ball one. Wigginton, the next pitch swung on and missed. One ball, one strike to Garcia. Oh, that was a terrible looking swing. So he had to have been badly fooled by that pitch. <laughs> one and one the count. Swing and a miss at a high fastball, one and two. Had a better swing, but the same result. Yeah, couldn't catch up with it. One ball, two strikes, the count to Garcia. Left-hander's pitch. Fouled away. Count holes at one and two. I never did see where that foul ball went, John. I think it went off here to the, the right someplace. I didn't see where it ended up. One ball, two strikes. Wigginton comes back. And oh, yeah. Strike three. Checked his swing, but that pitch was over the outside corner. That is a called third strike. Fifth strikeout for Wigginton. And the batter is Steele Netterville. He has popped out. He was the runner to hit the ground ball that Coker made the error on, which led to three runs in the fourth inning. Yeah, that ended up being a two-base error. One out, base is empty. Netterville skies this one to left field and deep, and that one is going to clear the wall right in front of the Lee Victory Wall of Champions. That is a solo home run for Netterville. And it will be his sixth of the season. That ball landed over the outfield fence, between the outfield fence and the wall of champions. It, was, it didn't come back in the ballpark. At least I didn't see it. No, so he just barely got it. Just kept carrying. That's another one that would not have gone out last night. So now it's a four to two game. And the batter is McConnell. First pitch to him inside ball one. Second home run of the day for the Bulldogs. Ground ball, Mabry moving over. He's got it, throws to first for out number two. It's the first time in this ball game, Wigginton has gotten the third hitter of the, well, no, he, he had two clean innings. Scratch that. Here's Corona. 
Single and a double. He scored a run. So after, after being hitless the first two games of the series, I guess uh, Coach figured he was due. <laughs> Let him catch this game, and he's responded with two hits. Strike call. Well, you were speculating between games that they'd probably catch somebody else in this second game. Swing and a miss, 0-2. I think the fact that he threw out two base runners trying to steal in the first game might have had something to do with that. You know, you might be right. Two strikes the count to Corona. Especially but after going 0 for 7 last night. Base is empty. Two outs. And the pitch. Swung on, fouled away. Out holes at 0-2. Just protecting the plate with that swing. We're getting ready to work. And the 0-2 pitch coming. High for a ball. Count goes to 1-2. and two. Here's the lefty's pitch. Swung on, hit the left field. Sullivan back on the warning track and makes the catch. About one step in front of the wall. That is all in the sixth. One run, one hit, the solo home run. Nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is now a 4-2 to two lead for Louisiana Tech here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better. But did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher coming on here in the bottom of the sixth inning for the Bulldogs. He is Landon Tompkins, I think he's their closer, John. Well, he uh, leads the team in saves with four. He's made, uh, well, this will be his 13th appearance. He's thrown 17 innings, 
Seven runs all earned on 10 hits, eight walks, 19 strikeouts, 3.71 ERA, one and one record with four saves. Opponents hitting 182 against uh, this right-hander. And it looks to me like they're bringing him on for a a two-inning save. Told Escher will lead it off in the sixth. Escher, Coker, and D.J. Wright. Landon Tompkins, 6'3", 200 pounds. He's a junior from Brandon, Mississippi. First year with the Bulldogs. He pitched in junior college at Hines Community College where he had a 1.71 earned run average. First pitch in there for a strike to Escher, nothing and one. He was a closer in high school, a closer in junior college, so that's what he's doing here. Ground ball up the middle. Shortstop right charging behind the bag at second. Throws to first. Just got him. Good play by Ray. Four out number one. The batter will be Brett Coker. Two for two. Single in the first. Single again in the fourth. A strike on the outside corner, nothing and one to Coker. We're in the sixth inning of a seven-inning game, and the Raiders find themselves two runs down. Strike two called, same spot. Uh, He must just be catching the front edge of that plate because it is not a strike when uh, Corona is catching it. And the pitch. Ground ball, same spot. Race, brambles, picks it up, throws to first, not in time. That one he had to go down into the dirt to stop. By the time he got up, Coker had beaten it out. It's for his third hit of the game. Coker running hard, hard, hard out of the box. With one out, the batter is DJ Wright, and we're gonna have a pinch hitter, I think. Number 16. That's uh, Medlin, I believe. Yep. Justin Medlin is going to hit for right. Going with the left-hander against the right-hander here. Wright had a single and had a sacrifice fly. So Justin Medlin will hit with a runner at first and one out. And the ball gets past the catcher, back to the backstop, and down to second goes Coker. That is your wild pitch. So now with the runner at second and one out, one ball count to Medlin. It's Tompkins' fourth wild pitch of the season. Be a really good time for Medlin's first hit of the season. He is 0 for 5 in plate appearances. Outside and high, ball 2, 2 and 0. Also doubles as a pitcher. And that uh, gets a, a mound visit. I think, is that the headband going out? I. Uh, 
If it's 23, it yep, is. That's no, 35. No, it's still the pitching coach. Yep. Coach Mike Silva. With a count 2-0 and to Medlin. And a runner at second base. Nothing going on in the uh, bullpen, but it looks like they might start somebody throwing. Yeah, just started a, a left-hander to work. So I think he's just out there killing some time. Plate umpire's going to go out and try to hurry them up. Two teams will wind up the series tomorrow at 1 o'clock for the single game. And then next weekend, the Raiders will be on the road at Southern Miss. The pitch. Oh, inside, ball three. Three balls, no strikes. Sullivan is waiting to hit next. One out, the runner at second base is Coker. Ball four, and he walked him on four pitches. And uh, none of them were close, were they? No. So with one out, runners first and second, the batter is Hunter Sullivan. Louisiana Tech leading by a score of four to two. The Raiders are going to send in a pinch runner for Medlin. I believe that's Dillingham. Ryan Dillingham will be running at first. So Dillingham at first, Coker at second. One out, and the batter is Hunter Sullivan. Sullivan has flied to left and laid down a sacrifice bunt pitch. Strike called, got that first pitch in there against Sullivan. Nothing and one the count. Runners lead and the pitch. Missed the knees, ball one. I think that uh, left-hander in the pen is either ready or he, he hasn't uh, sat down. I think he's just, I think he's ready. Just watching now. One ball, one strike to count. And the pitch. Strike at the knees, one and two. So he's pitching much better against Sullivan than he did against Medlin. He couldn't find the strike zone against Medlin. One and two to Hunter Sullivan. Turns and fakes the throw to second. Their pitchers know how to execute that play, don't they? Yes. It's a little tougher when you have to throw the ball. Center fielder just moved about three steps back towards center field. Swing and a foul. Count remains. One ball, two strikes to Hunter Sullivan. Now he moves three steps back towards right center. No. He's trying to find a shady spot. Uh, Well, he's in the shade. Shade about uh, halfway in 
the outfield or halfway to the infield. One ball, two strikes the count. And the pitch. Swung on, little chopper. Picked up by the third baseman, Wells. His only play is to first, and the runners will move up a base. So Coker to third, Dillingham to second. As Sullivan grounds out to the third baseman, Wells, who had only one play to make. The batter is Freeman. Had him trying to bunt the last time he was up with a man on third, but there was less than two outs. So now two outs, I think he'll be swinging away. And takes a strike, nothing in one. Raiders have the tying runs at second and third in scoring position. One strike count to Freeman. Missed a bit high, one and one. Freeman with a solo home run in the second inning. Takes a strike, and it is one and two. All on the outside corner. Yeah, not the pitch he wanted, but now he can't be so choosy. No. One ball, two strikes. And you sure don't want to be looking on this high ball, two. Two and two. Coker at third, Dillingham the pinch runner at second. 2-2 the count. Just outside ball three. Wow. So he either needs to come to him or issue the walk, load the bases. First base open. Three and two the count to Freeman. And he hit a shot up the middle. Base hit into center field. One run scores. Both runs scores. And we've got a tie ball game. Freeman shot it through the middle, just past the second baseman, Young, moving to his right, but he couldn't knock it down. Two RBI single. That means he's got three for the ball game. So Freeman comes through with a clutch, two out, Base hit, driving in the tying runs. And the batter will be Bruce Bryce Similar. It is 4-4, and we are in the sixth. Time call, Similar will walk halfway and meet his third base coach, Blake Hunt, for yeah. a little consultation. That left-hander back up and throwing. Freeman, the runner at first with two outs. And the Raiders have clawed their way right back into this one. 4-4 here in the sixth inning. Similar struck out twice. Strike called. Both of those strikeouts came against the starter, Gibson. 
And again, uh, hit last night against a right-handed reliever. The pitch, outside ball one. Landon Tompkins has come in and allowed two runs here in the sixth inning. Strike the fastball at the letters, one and two. Hagenow waiting to hit next. Tompkins will not be picking up his fifth save today. And the pitch. Swung on and into the first baseman's mitt. Wow. I thought that ball was going to get through to right field. I thought so too, Dick. So that is all for the Raiders here in the sixth inning as Similar lines out to the first baseman. But two runs on two hits. A runner left. We have completed six full innings, and we go to the seventh. It's Middle Tennessee four, Louisiana Tech four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the When only the best zero sugar flavor will do, do the do. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the seventh inning. Raiders have tied this game at 4-4. We've got a pitching change, and we're going to see the Wizard. The Wizard of Zaz. You're absolutely right. I hope his uh, mom and dad are listening in. David making his uh, 18th appearance, all in relief. Thrown 32 innings, giving up eight runs, five of them earned on 20 hits, four walks, 32 strikeouts. 1.41 ERA leads the team in that category. 6-0 record with five saves. This is not going to be a save situation. This could be win number seven. And uh, opponents hitting 185 against the Wizard of Zaz. Came in against UAB last weekend. Pitched five scoreless, hitless innings and picked up the win in that Three to two Raider victory. He will face Matuya, Ray, and then go back to the top of the batting order for Taylor Young. Peyton Wigginton goes six innings, gives up uh, four runs, but only one of them earned on five hits, no walks, five strikeouts. Pretty credible performance from uh, the left-handed starter. Very good performance today. Not for the if not for the error. He would be in position to get the win. But it is 4-4 now, and Matuya 
who has singled and plied out, will lead it off against David Zaz. This will be lefty against lefty. Top of the seventh and final inning of this seven-inning game, and we're tied. First pitch and a little chunk back to mound. Zaz will make an underhand toss for the out. One pitch, one out here in the seventh. I think Matuya tried to hold up on that swing, and the ball just hit his bat. Yeah. So one out for Alex Ray, who has grounded out and flied to left. Between uh, Wigginton and Zaz, they've now uh, retired first hitter in all seven innings. So I guess that means they weren't hitters. They were just batters, right? Yeah, if you're a pitching coach, you have to love that. Pitch to Ray in for a strike, nothing and one. The right-handed batter, shortstop, number nine hitter in the order, Alex Ray. Another one of those seniors on this team. Zaz will pitch out of the stretch. And swung on a ground ball to short. Lopez across in time for the out. Two up, two down in the seventh. And the batter is Taylor Young. Looking ahead to the bottom of the seventh, the Raiders will send Hagenau. And then uh, the number nine, and then back up to the top, Fausto Lopez and J.T. Mabry. Here's Taylor Young, 0 for 3. He has not been held hitless very often this season, but... He did not get a hit in the first game. Snapped an 11-game hitting streak. You have to worry about him because he's due. Zaz with the pitch. Missed inside, ball one. We're in the top half of inning number seven. Tied at 4-4. Two outs, bases empty. Strike at the knees, one ball, one strike to Taylor Young. Zaz has his sign and the one-one pitch. Swung on and that one's fouled out of play to the right. One and two. So we're assuming Dillingham is going to take the DH spot. He came in to pinch run for Medlin, who walked as a pinch hitter for Wright, the original DH. Well, we would hope that that doesn't even become an issue. Here's the pitch. Swung on and again skied foul off to the right. One ball, two strikes. That place in the lineup bid would uh, be the sixth to uh, go the plate in the seventh, which means, let's see, to not score a run, that means you'd have to have the bases loaded in two outs, right, to get to the sixth hitter? <laughs> Got me, John. Here's one two pitch inside. That one almost hit him. Two balls, two strikes. I believe that's right. Three, uh, three runners and two outs. 
Two balls, two strikes to Taylor Young. Right-handed hitter against the left-hander David Zaz. So I guess it's possible that sixth slot could, uh, sixth hitter could Swung come on, up. Swung on, hit to left field and deep. Back on the track, Sullivan leaps up at the top of the wall and can't get it. That is a home run. Well, we said he was due. He was hitless. And Young picks up his seventh home run of the season. And Louisiana Tech now back in the lead, five to four. That ball just barely over the wall to the uh, the left of the 365 sign in uh, left center field in the power alley. So the batter will be Hunter Wells, who is 0 for 3. He's grounded out twice and struck out. The pitch. Swung on. That ball hit deep to left field. Sullivan back, and he will snag that one over the shoulder. So the last two balls really hard hit. But in the inning, one run, one hit, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh, and the Raiders in the same position they were in in game one. They need one to tie and two to win. 5-4, Louisiana Tech leads on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning, and the Raiders, as mentioned beforehand, need a run to tie and two to win here in this seven-inning game. Hagenau will lead off the inning, followed by Lopez and Mabry. Hagenau had a base hit in the fifth inning. And I assume Tompkins is still in there. That is still Tompkins. They had a left-hander throwing, but uh, nothing but right-handers coming up 
for quite some time. So Tompkins stay with Tompkins. Gave up two runs and two hits in the sixth inning. They're going to get that left-hander back up, uh, but they've also got a right-hander throwing down there now. Here's Hagen out. Fouled out in the second inning, single to right in the fifth. And Tompkins' first pitch to him sails outside, four ball one. Solo home run by Taylor Young has put Louisiana Tech ahead five to four in this second game. Swing and a little tap. Third baseman Wells charges, throws across to first, and gets Hagen out for out number one. That was a good play. Batter will be Fausto Lopez. Just a little nubber. Wells had to come in a long, long way and got did a great job of getting rid of the baseball. Lopez doubled in the first, singled in the third, hit into a double play in the fifth. He has scored a run today. Fouls the first pitch away, strike one. JT Mabry will follow. Raiders need a base runner here. Tompkins the pitch. High ball one. One and one. And one is what we need to tie. The pitch. Swung on, fouled away. Count to Lopez. One ball, two strikes. Right-hander delivers, bouncing ball to short, charged by Ray, throw to first, got him by two steps. Two infield outs here in the seventh. It's going to be up to J.T. Mabry to try and get on base. He reached on an error in the first inning, has grounded out twice. Tompkins had his problems in uh, the sixth inning. He's making this one look, this seventh inning look easy. Raiders are down to their final out. Swing and a fly ball into left center field. Hit pretty well. That one's going to find a home, and Mabry will pull into second base with a double tree double. Hit into deep left center out there by the Kroger side. So the Raiders keep the inning alive. It's hit number three off Tompkins. Here's Cole Escher. Uh, last night uh, we were staging a comeback, got within two runs, had the go-ahead run at the plate in the ninth. Might say Escher is due. He's one out of 11 in the series. Yeah. 0 for 3 today. Tying run at second. Takes a base hit to tie it. Pitches inside, ball one. Mabry, a long double to left center field with two outs, represents the tying run. 
High ball two. Coker waiting to hit next. <laughs> two balls, no strikes. Time call. The catcher is going to have a little meeting on the mound with the pitcher, and the second baseman comes in. Now here comes the first baseman in. Walking very slowly. The left-hander he... sat down, and uh, they do have a right-hander going in their bullpen. First baseman kind of walked in very slowly as if he were not an invited guest to that meeting. Mabry at second base. The count two balls, no strikes on Escher. Tompkins, the right-hander, comes set. Pitches outside, ball three. Well, I think as much as you'd like to turn him loose on this one, you probably oh, need you to take to, one here. You got to take it in this situation. Three balls, no strikes. First base open. And he is uh, the go-ahead run, the winning run. The pitch. Strike oh. on the outside corner. Three and one. Coker, who is three for three, waiting to hit next. Tompkins was getting that call on that wide uh, strike back in the sixth inning. 3-1 pitch. Strike two called. So, again, it comes down to this. Three and two. Two outs, bottom of the last inning. Tying run at second. Tompkins comes set. He fouled it away to the right. Count holes at three and two. Another 3-2 pitch. And foul down the left side. Just got a piece of it. New supply of baseballs to the home plate umpire. Hope he needs them all. So another 3-2 pitch will be coming to Cole Escher. Mabry at second base. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air down the right field line. Second baseman calling for it. He's going to take it. In foul territory. Foul territory to end the ball game. So that is all for the Raiders in the seventh. No runs, one hit. And they leave the tying run on base, and Louisiana Tech sweeps the doubleheader, taking game two by a score of five to four after winning game one by a score of one to nothing. Raiders now 21-20-1 overall, 10-12-1 in conference. Louisiana Tech improves to 31 and 11. They're 17 and 6 in Conference USA play. This was a tough day for Little Tennessee. 
losing a pair of one-run games to the best team in the division. If you'll stay with us, we are going to come back and wrap it up on our post-game show. We'll have some comments from head coach Jim Tolman, give you all the numbers on this game. Final score again in game two, Louisiana Tech five, Middle Tennessee four, here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hey Blue Raider fans, this is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, and by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. Welcome to the Blue Raider Postgame Show. Well, at the end of a long day, it's... 
not satisfying for Middle Tennessee baseball. They lose two one-run games to the division-leading Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. One to nothing in game one, five to four in game two. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer, John Callow back with you on our postgame show and these two games were similar in one respect, John. We had, we had pretty good pitching in both games. Sure did. And uh, the the problem for the Raiders here in the second game was the two errors. Pitched around the first one. The second one was uh, very costly. Three unearned runs came in to score uh, for the, Braves the Bulldogs in the fourth inning. And that kind of set the uh, set the stage for their late heroics. So five to four, the final score. They win it on a home run in the top of the seventh inning by Taylor Young, his first hit of the day. Yeah, his first hit of the day, and uh, that also dealt David Zaz uh, his first loss of the season. In game one, the Raiders. Pitched well. Aaron Brown gave up a solo home run to Philip Batuya in the third inning, and they made that stand up for a one-to-nothing win. Getting ready to go down to the field. Brady McBride is down there with Coach Tolman. Coach Jim Tolman's post-game interview brought to you by Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and the official home builder of Middle Tennessee Athletics. Brady, you got it. All right, Coach, let's start with your pitcher in game one, Aaron Brown. He moves past Jack Laverty and takes sole possession of the number 10 spot in season strikeouts with 93, I believe, on the season so far. Yeah, Aaron pitched great again. He pitches well every time out, and we hadn't scored enough runs for him. We lost one nothing, and uh, their guy was really good as well. But uh, Brown's been pitching great all year for us. On to game number two, Daniel Freeman has shown some power deep into the Raider lineup. He hit another home run today, was two for three with three RBIs. Uh, what have you seen from him? I had a big hit there, and I guess it was the sixth, uh, so we could tie it up. And uh, you know, he's been been playing pretty well. He's been playing first pretty well. So you know, Thomas got hurt, so he got an opportunity, and he's making the most of it. And it's just a shame that. Uh, Brown and Wigginton pitched as well as they did today, and we didn't get a win out of it. Uh, going into the final game of the series, what's your message to the team? Oh, you come back, can't feel sorry for ourselves. We have uh, we played three games where our last batter could have won the game for us against the number 16 team in the country, and it didn't happen. But we we're right there in three games with a team that's really good. So, in one re- Guard, you know, it's really good to be in these games. The other, the other one is we need to come up with one more hit, and we need to play better defense. I mean, they, we gave them, I guess, the three runs in the fourth. We had no outs, or we had two outs with a ground ball to third, and they scored three runs. So we handed them them runs, and uh, they're a really good team, and uh, they didn't they didn't make the same mistakes we did, and we let them back in the game. But uh, three straight days where we could be three and zero against them, so. That's the good part. The bad part is we're not. All right. Thanks, Coach. 
Brady McBride with Coach Jim Toman down on the field. Uh, Coach is exactly right. Uh, the Raiders could be 3-0 oh, yeah. in we've this series. Played, we've played with these guys, and uh, it's just disappointing that we haven't played. You know, can't make that last step in any of these three games. So we got to get it tomorrow. Let's take a look at the final numbers in this game from Grannis and Associates, certified public accountants, specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services, Grannis and Associates, 615-895-1040, online at gcpas.com. A few more numbers than we had in the first game. Yeah, uh, Louisiana Tech five, uh, scores five times in this game, just once in the first. Raiders score four times which is four more than in the first game. Uh, here is a number that uh, is uh, just crazy, Dick. Raiders actually out-hit Louisiana Tech in this same, uh, second game. Four runs, ten hits, two errors. Louisiana Tech, five runs, six hits, one error. It's that second error that cost. Cade Gibson uh, goes uh, starts for Louisiana Tech, goes four innings, gives up two runs, both earned Seven hits, four, uh, zero walks, uh, four strikeouts. One inning from Tyler Follis, uh, zeros across. And then Landon Tompkins was not very good in his first inning. He came on in the sixth uh, and uh, goes two innings, gives up uh, two runs, both earned on three hits, one walk, uh, no strikeouts. Uh, only one uh, hitter in the uh, – Louisiana Tech lineup with multiple hits here in this second game. That was uh, the catcher, George Corona, and he had a big RBI in this ballgame. Over on the Raiders' side, a couple of uh, good hitters today. Fausto Lopez goes two for four. Brett Coker goes three for three, scores a run. And Daniel Freeman, uh, two for three uh, with three RBIs, which includes – his second home run of the season. On the pitching uh, numbers, Peyton Wigginton goes six, gives up four runs, but only one of them was earned. Five hits, no walks, five strikeouts. Just like Coach Toman says, he pitched a pretty good ball game. David Zaz came on in the uh, seventh, got the first two hitters he faced, and then like uh, the Raider pitching had so much trouble with throughout this game, that third hitter in the inning. With two outs, uh, that and, and in this case that was uh, Taylor Young, who had been helpless, hitless, for the afternoon, goes deep and uh, that ends up being the winner. Zaz goes one inning, gives up one run on one hit, no walks, no strikeouts. So Tompkins picks up the win. He is two and one. Zaz the loss. He drops to six and one. We played this thing in the second game. Two hours and nine minutes, and I think that wraps it up. All right, John. The Raiders drop a doubleheader by uh, single runs, one to nothing in game one, five to four in game two, and we'll have the final game of the series coming up tomorrow afternoon Next, at one o'clock. We'll be on the air with our pregame Next, show at twelve forty-five. Hope you make your plans to be out here. If not, join us here on the Blue Raider Network for our studio producer today, Zach Woodard. For my partner, John Callow, this is Dick Palmer. Wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Reese Smith Field and Learfield IMG College. 
Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the Dew. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do, do the Dew. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU Baseball. Get started online at trigreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. This has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.